Welcome to the Disrupt or Die podcast, brought to you by JPay. Hi, and welcome to episode three of the Disrupt or Die podcast. My name is Jasper, and in the chill room we have with us... My name is Leah. I'm Dana. I'm Karim. So, last time we spoke about how patience is dead, especially when consuming content, and the importance of visual content in being fast and effective. So this brings us today uh, to our topic, the rise of video content, how the algorithm is pushing it, and especially how TikTok has changed the game over the past couple of years. So, Lin, would you tell me a little bit about why you think video content is important? That's a great question. I think that video nowadays is very more effective than text-based content because nowadays videos grab people's attention, they try to engage their viewers more than what text-based content is doing. Other than that, I think that videos drive more traffic to your website because whenever someone sees your video on whatever platform it is, it drives more traffic to your actual website because they get more engaged, as I previously said. Other than that, I think that videos are more memorable and they try to improve brand record. So instead of actually seeing something where you actually have to read the text, no, you watch a video, so you try to recall the brand more effectively. And um, I think that videos help increase the buying intent overall. Mm, I agree with you. And I think if we go a little bit back uh, to episode one, if you guys listen, uh, we mentioned that brands tap into the emotions of people. And I think the best way to do that is through videos. Videos are what get people engaged emotionally. It's the movement in the video, it's exactly. the narrative, it's the music. Because that goes by in motion, so exactly. you can relate easier to videos than a static image. 100%. And um, I think over the past couple of years, we all witnessed how TikTok blew up yeah, in definitely. the pandemic. Yeah, and it gave a platform for regular folk who not are not necessarily famous, who don't have polished, produced videos to go on this platform, express themselves, do whatever they want to do, be whoever they want to be, say whatever they want to say. A lot of artists uh, showed up, a lot of creators, a lot yeah. of uh, doctors, um, teachers. It is a platform by the people for the people. 100%, yeah. If you have dabbled in this before and did manage to get a decent-sized audience, you have Vine, you have Musical.ly, mm. but TikTok is really what got, what like changed every social media platform like, yeah. after it blew up, absolutely, during the, the pandemic mostly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel uh, comparing TikTok to Vine is like comparing Zoom to Skype. In a sense, <laughs> <laughs> I was here first. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, yeah, TikTok. I believe it changed the game for short video content and how we consume content online. And after that, um, in a short while, Instagram introduced Reels. Yeah, Instagram. They're great by introducing Reels and IGTV as well. Exactly. Exactly. So brands started adapting Reels. Uh, for simple ads that are not highly produced, not a lot of budget spent on it, yeah. Yeah. but we're getting the point across, we're getting engaged with our audience, and the best way to capture their attention is 
when your customer is laying down, relaxing, scrolling on their phone, and then they get to this post where it starts automatically playing, and they're instantly engaged in what you're giving them. I think they're engaged as well, not just uh, by the motion that's going on as opposed to static images, but also you can couple uh, animations and videos with music, which is like a whole sensory experience that you didn't have with static images. So that's even... Definitely, definitely. And there's something to be said, I think, about the natural ways ads are going. People uh, have fallen out of liking extremely well-scripted ads. Uh, there's a certain spammy image that uh, now all brands are going out of. So the whole just someone in front of a phone talking mm -hmm. is is getting a bigger audience than the extremely plotted and staged uh, mm. commercials. Exactly, like literally anyone who has like a very great idea can go there, actually create a video, create a reel, create a TikTok video where they can uh, benefit from what the platform is giving them from transitions to animations, to gifs, to, to stickers, to even effects, to anything, yeah, which can enhance your video. It doesn't, as you just said, Jasper, it doesn't have to be a very well created video with a lot of uh, effort put into it or budget. The idea behind it is that the content you have, the idea you have behind the video is what's going to grab people's attention. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. on a psychological level, it's because it seems more genuine yeah. and as polished, mm -hmm. so that people relate to it better and then uh, engage yeah. more often exactly. with it. Yeah. And uh, we started seeing more of people who are providing a product or a service on Reels or on TikTok or whatever, um, actually the creators themselves sitting down in front of a phone and just presenting their brand talking mm -hmm. about it like a normal person from their living room mm -hmm. and it made you feel closer to them and closer to the brand mm -hmm. yeah i was reading a bit about the instagram's algorithm and how it helps your video content actually be seen and be like ranked above mm -hmm. so if you want to like have many a lot of saves or a lot of shares or even likes or comments one thing to do with your videos is actually create videos that are maybe how-to guides or step-by-step -step tutorials or even uh, put in training sessions for example if you have some sort of training like if you're a restaurant why not actually do like a step-by-step process or video showing how you maybe cook the product behind the scenes yeah. behind mm -hmm. the scenes videos yeah. because these type of videos are the types where people actually save them when you save a video it helps uh, instagram's algorithm to actually push it and push it yeah, so many exactly. life hacks on tiktok that i should have saved and like i'm definitely gonna do this <laughs> i never end up doing any of them yeah. yeah but you're actually helping the company yeah, the <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Donna saving yeah. the day. I strive to have. Yeah. Plus nowadays there's this trend where everyone is actually doing, which is following the trend. Like for example, you have a challenge, you see everyone following this specific challenge, whether it's on TikTok or whether it's on Instagram Reels. The simplest thing that everyone I think might know is the ice bucket challenge, where yeah. you actually film yourself doing the ice bucket challenge, regardless of what the purpose is behind that. But see how engaging that was during that time. People quickly hop on trends like this. Yeah, and exactly. This, and there's a certain creativity. I'm gonna use uh, again TikTok as an example <laughs> of the audios. Like people use audios that come from, let's say, a random TV series. And they change it in a way that fits them, fits what they want to market, fits what they want to get. And I think that's very fun. It's mm -hmm. very fun. It's very, uh, like, people will 
open this audio and go through the videos. Exactly, yeah. exactly. To add on that, I think like uh, nowadays the most recent videos are the videos that are using the most recent audios we can exactly. hear. Exactly. Yeah. So if there is a specific trending uh, music uh, or a song that you like to hear, you actually go there and like to watch the videos yeah. that have this specific song. Yeah. I, uh, I genuinely think that also, again, TikTok. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a sponsorship for TikTok, by the way. TikTok, come TikTok, work with YouTube, us. YouTube, by the way. Um, we'll talk about YouTube as well. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But I just wanted to add that what happened with TikTok over the pandemic and how people started using these voiceovers, it allowed for brands to be less serious and more fun. Yeah. yeah, more approachable, more humanized, more humanized, exactly. exactly. And at the end of the day, that's what you need with your brand. So moving on to YouTube, um, very memorable ads from YouTube. What's the first thing that comes to your head? Click up. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I want to watch any video here, Grammarly. Get Grammarly. Yes, dear God, <laughs> dear God. Yeah, Grammarly. I think videos like that are um, effective. Yeah. Maybe most of us never watch them till the end. The ones that are the but most effective, I think, are the short ones. Yes, the three-second videos that you can't skip. Button, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The, the videos that you can't skip, those are the most effective. And not just on uh, on YouTube, but also these videos on Instagram. Like, um, I forgot it. Blinkist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blinkist. I keep, I've been seeing it over and over on my Instagram feed for the past couple of years. And it's, it's still coming up. Yeah, exactly. And now I know exactly what Blinkist is. Have you ever had Blinkist? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> but Blinkist, I promise you, I will download your app soon. Just so that you don't see the app. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's how it works, but, um, so basically what the algorithm does is the more time someone spends on your posts or on your page, the more Instagram pushes your profile to be seen mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and discovered. So when, when we try to engage with people, the best way is short videos, uh, fun, light produced videos, humanized videos. Mm -hmm. And I think a good suggestion would be, um, Incorporating these short videos in carousels with images. Definitely. What do you think about that? Definitely. Yeah, I'm, very, I'm very with mm -hmm. it because uh, I think that, not, not I think that, this is very true because whenever you spend a lot of time on a certain post, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, it helps you boost your post even more. This is what we want basically. We want people to actually be there, stay a little bit more time on our actual post, whether it's a text content post or a video post, to actually boost our posts and page. And what better way to do that than actually having a video? Exactly. Where you can spend at least 10 to 15 seconds. I think when you can start, um, when you can start boosting reels instead of posts, the sponsored ads that are static will purely disappear. It will all be reels. I think uh, it's uh, it's it has become feasible. Yeah, people are boosting uh, video motion based mm -hmm. stories, and they're much more effective, and they have a ridiculously higher reach, like threefold than 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 static posts. Yeah, the organic reach, sorry, uh, the reach for reels is threefold than any mm -hmm. static post. Mm -hmm. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Fully with videos. 
Like, remember, we want our followers to spend more time looking at what we post. So what's a better way than having time on your side with having video content posts, yes. for example? Because that way you're forcing your followers to actually take a minute and dive into your posts and stay looking at it. Exactly. And you need to make sure that you're incorporating your brand's message um, in a an understandable way definitely. like you're explaining it to a five-year-old yeah definitely definitely um asos did this campaign a couple of years ago when the pandemic began where they um they worked with a few influencers but also they started this asos challenge where they got people to model clothes from their own closet and it blew up um asos is an online based uh, clothing store yeah. and they leveraged TikTok in an incredible way where they got famous people, young people, regular people, old people, every, every kind of person you can imagine to be part of this challenge. And it was as simple as a hashtag and express yourself through your clothes. That's one. And I think that is beautiful. And I think that's a great example for brands to follow in. Um, Even any clothing stores, anytime someone does a Sheen haul, Sheen, is that how you People will go, people will buy more stuff. It's more effective when I see someone buying something off of a place and wearing it than to see a post about how nice it looks on, on exactly. and like, this, is, this is how much it costs. Exactly. And I... Uh, I think as well that live videos on Facebook and Instagram are a great way to catch people's attention because first, once you go live on Facebook or Instagram, your followers get a notification. Yes. Yeah. This account went live. For sure. And on countless occasions, every time I tried to avoid that notification, I pressed on it by mistake and yes. it took me to the video to and I got caught on it and I started watching yeah. it and I couldn't stop. So. For example, today I was scrolling through and Zafun, the clothing yeah. uh, company, yeah. Yeah. they went live on Instagram and um, I was trying to avoid the notification, but I clicked on it by mistake. And I started watching and they were just live in the studio with models coming in, trying on clothes, taking photos, just shooting a live video of behind the scene photo shoots. And that is what gets people attracted to your brand Very. because you're not showing them a produced image on a white background you're showing them real humans you're showing them that we're not just a we're piece not just of a brand we're not just a name we're actually humans behind that specific brand yeah uh, this is what it shows videos. who you are and what you stand for Definitely. exactly and um uh i have an example about Bayer, the pharmaceutical company mm -hmm. a few years ago they started this huge campaign on facebook it was an awareness campaign under the light of the pandemic and people getting sick and all of that. So what they did is that they worked with a group of doctors where every weekend they had a, an hour-long live session on Facebook. And each doctor would give a lecture on how to stay safe during these times in regards of the flu, the COVID, um, for how pregnant women could be safe during these times. And they would take live questions and answers from people. And it grew their fan base by insane numbers. They went from double to triple the amount of followers yeah. they had. And I think that's an amazing way because they weren't trying to market or sell a product. 
they were actually showing you that we are here. We're a brand that cares. Tell us what you need and we will educate you. Yep. Yeah, that's a great thing. By the way, I remembered something right now. During the pandemic, some of the uh, some of the food companies in specific, uh, in order to enhance and to boost their brand more, they started to actually going live, as you said, and preparing the specific uh, meal they're creating with their specific products. So, for example, I remember the brand Domo, where mm. uh, Domo is like a food company. It sells stuff for sweets, baking powder, cake mixes, whatever, vanilla. Mm, so true. they actually went <laughs> they actually went live and started to uh, show people how they can create a step-by-step process to actually bake a cake using mm-hmm. their products. So what's a better way than having a chef actually teaching you how to bake something and uh, a great way to promote their the help of their products. I I mean, okay, we didn't want this podcast to end up being about the pandemic, but (laughs) (laughs) I believe the pandemic really showed us the importance of video content in terms of relating and having an open conversation with not just the brand, but the people behind the brand. Yeah, Yeah. Any final thoughts? You're about to say something. Uh, With the Domo example you just said, I think it's about the inter- interactive so you need to um it's no longer a one-way street between the the company and the users it's a two-way street same with the buyer they Mm. start asking questions and stuff Mm. so it's the same it's the same thing i believe uh i also think i might be going off topic a little here but uh, when it comes to visuals in specific whether we're talking about static versus interactive media uh it's it's the same can be said not just for ads but also things like web design or display ads on, on, on yeah. websites. So for example, the CTA, the call to action button, mm-hmm. or even the, um, the fab button, the floating action button, like mm-hmm. the plus side. So usually those would be in a specific color that's, that contrasts everything else on that page. So it's the first thing that people would see, users would see. Mm-hmm. But this is no longer enough these days because we've all gotten used to the call to action buttons everywhere on the web. So right now, even that little space, that small little button is becoming interactive. Mm-hmm. So it might it might be might have a very subtle effect. It's nothing too noticeable, nothing too flashy, but it's still uh, we're still using these motion graphics now in the smallest of places. Yes, yes, that's right. Where we never used to before, and that's that mm-hmm. proves the point that in a way, static imagery and static visuals are no longer yeah. enough. We're living, for a in, yeah, we're living in a very dynamic environment where everyone yes. wants, they actually think that they need this comfort in a way, mm-hmm. so that they feel this kind of comfort when they actually see something interactive rather than being something static. Right, same goes for like the hero image of any website. So before it was just a static image, now uh, it's it's either a full-on video, like a well-produced a video, yeah, yeah. Like with footage and everything, or at least a illustration that's been animated. But also, even when you scroll down on websites, you always get these little interactions that didn't used to be there before. And it my keeps, interactions are great, yeah, honestly. Yeah, one of my yeah. favorite keeps you scrolling, it keeps you digging into the website, keeps you engaged. engaged. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, eventually, those users will end up signing up and registering and becoming your clients. This so, is yeah. what differentiates you from other competitors. Yeah. Adding these little interactive buttons or interactive uh, yeah. uh, elements that you were talking yeah. about. But I do think it's important that we don't oversaturate everything we do with, you know, things, animation's going crazy. So, because... Keep it simple, direct to the point, 
Yeah, because if you do that, then the only thing that stands out would be the actual static image because everything else is having these crazy animations. Mm -hmm. So it's important to have balance. Yeah, try to differentiate, but mm -hmm. at the same time, don't go over boundaries. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Keep your message clear and simple. Mm -hmm. um, we would love to hear from you guys listening to us about what do you think of video content consumption. You can reach us on our pages on social at JPA Agency. Um, we will see you next time. Goodbye from the team. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye like, review, and spread the love by sharing this podcast with anyone who's looking to boost their brand. Thank you.